Welcome to Healthcare IT Today. I'm John Lynn, together with my colleague and friend, Colin Hung. The world of technology and healthcare are ever-changing in new and novel ways, and that's why we love this stuff. So join us as we discuss the latest healthcare and health IT news, meshed together in new ways which help generate ideas and new perspectives. Plus, we'll have a little fun along the way. And today we're going to be talking about Vive 2024 in L.A., And be sure to follow the show on social media at the hashtag HITSM and our personal accounts at TechGuy and at Colin underscore Hung. Plus, check out our 18 years of health IT blog content at healthcareitoday.com. It's exciting times for us. We're finally officially a media partner of Vive. We got our a spot on Media Row. We're going all in with Vive. Uh, You know, appreciate all their partnership. So it's going to be fun. Yeah, no, I'm really looking forward to Vive. We're on the cusp of the spring conference season done. So I'm looking forward to that. And yeah, this is the first year we're going to be an official media partner of, of, of Vive and we have our own little spot at the show. I'm excited for that. And I'm, I'm just excited in general for it. Um, so I thought it would be really fun to kind of talk about that today on this episode. Yeah, and people need to watch social media. We'll be doing a little meetup for a picture. We're also doing Sway Health meetup uh, in the evening. So come check that out and, you know, come by the booth, say hi, even if you don't have a video with us. Absolutely. So, John, right off the top, what are you looking forward to the most at Vive 2024? So, uh, you know, I'd say the answer is always people. for any absolutely absolutely you know like (laughs) hanging out with smart people and vibe has done a really great job with that like they've done a good job of recruiting good people in partnership with chime i think that that was a smart partnership for them to bring the cios out and bring them you know to the table in in a really interesting event uh Obviously, they do a great production. So I am interested to see how did they produce it this year. Uh, it's in L.A., which, by the way, the L.A. Convention Center is not my favorite place. Maybe I'll like it more because of how they you know do it up. Maybe they'll, they'll change my mind about the L.A. Convention Center because L.A. Live nearby is cool. But, uh, you know, the convention center is a little old, at least last time I went. Uh, you know, so we'll see what I think about it this time. But, yeah, I'm interested to see how do they do up the the environment the branding of vive is always you know over the top and and in your face uh you know <laughs> like and so you feel every bit of it the experience that they create so i'm interested to see how that is and, and also i love seeing how the cios react to it because yeah to be fair some cios have been to a lot of conference over a lot of years and this is more of a a young hip fresh, you know, vibe that is, you know, I think, you know, is different for them. So, you know, I always love that. Yeah, I, I'm uh, a little bit different than you. I am very much looking forward to being in L.A. Um, I do love going to the, that Let's get the city. snowing in Canada. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you didn't have to say that, John, but yeah, it's because it's a lot warmer than it is up here in That's Toronto true. right now. You got a good point. Uh, but I, I do actually like LA Live area. I do love uh, the convention center. I think it actually would be really good. And I, I do agree with you. I think I'm very interested and looking forward to seeing how Vive uh, does the experience because that is something that is a hallmark. It's a calling card of their events. It's it's you know how they do the production value is just so great, um, and so I'm looking forward to seeing that, and I think that's a really good thing. Of course, number one, as you said, is the people. Um, I'm actually also very interested in seeing and and uh, and checking out the startup, and th- I think to me that's actually one of the nice things um, that's a little different than all the other conferences we go to is they do have this really big startup pavilion. They have a lot of startup pitches. 
Uh, and it's a chance to really see, for me anyways, just kind of where some innovation is happening, where some of the bright minds are trying to take healthcare and trying to do things. So I can't always say I'm impressed with all the startups. Uh, I, I do think some of them might need some more help, <laughs> but I, I, am, I am impressed with their energy and I'm impressed with their willingness to, to break a norm, right? And and I do enjoy that part uh, of Vibe. And I think they do it really well. I do think they give them a really good stage. I think there's really good programming for them. Uh, and so that's one of the things that I'm looking forward to at, at this year's event. Yeah, it's a good point. That is something I enjoy at Vive as well as the specialty programming. You know, just looking, it looks like they have the startup pitch area. That will be, you know, something you'll like for sure. The cybersecurity pavilion, which, you know, security is such top of mind. I actually haven't dug into the insights program. I'm not sure what that is. They have a nurses at Vive. They even have a Palantir AI bootcamp, which, you know, that, that's interesting to see something that specific, especially from a sponsor, uh, you know, but Palantir obviously has, you know, a lot of work in AI. So, I, you know, I do love those specialty areas. And I think the thing I like about the specialty areas at a conference like Vive is that in some cases, there's a lot of noise. And I'll be interested to see also how Vive's evolved from, you know, compared to health. You know, will there be a lot of life sciences or payers or stuff like that or not? Uh, you know, so I think I'll be watching that. But when you go to the specialty areas, you're able to find more of the signal. So if you care about cybersecurity, when you go to the cybersecurity pavilion, you know you're going to find people like that. So I, I really like the specialty areas for that. Yeah, I do. I mean, other than the audio problems, I do like the format of how they do the sessions and the ones that are in the exhibit hall, right? Like they're very intimate stages. They're right there in the middle and the heart of everything. So you're not having to like wander around a giant, you know, uh, sessions, you know, to find the breakouts and so forth. <laughs> you know, it, hopefully they can fix the audio. I don't know if they're going to go with the whole rave, uh, you know, those headphone things, but, but no matter what they do, I do enjoy that because it, it's just nice to be able to just walk. And then like, oh, hey, that's pretty interesting. I, I heard something that's kind of cool. Let, let me stop in. Um, that's really hard to do when you have a closed door kind of uh, breakout session. So I do appreciate that. And, and the sessions, you're right, John, they, they have attracted some really good speakers, really practical speakers over the last uh, few vibes. And so I'm looking forward to that as well. Uh, like you, also kind of curious to see how the time is going to be further integrated this year and some of the topics that they're going to be talking about over there at the, at the, at the forum there. Uh, but yeah, looking forward to just being there amongst all these people and all the friends who I haven't seen, you know, since the fall season ended uh, back in November. Yeah, I mean, to your point, I think when you have everything all in one exhibit hall, in some ways you feel like you're not missing something, right? Yeah. Whereas if you go to a session and it's just your session, you're not sure what else is happening. In fact, <laughs> we did that on social media for so long, right? You'd be in one session, you'd see the live tweets from the other. You're like, mm, I kind of wish I was there. And maybe you don't get up and move because you're like already committed, but you could still watch it on social media. Well, when the exhibit hall is the way Vive sets it up, you can kind of see what's happening. You can see where the energy is and kind of go see, oh, what's happening there? I, I did that a lot, you know, as I was walking around, I'm like, wow, there's a crowd of people, you know, the, you know we oh. all like crowds, right? <laughs> yeah. The crowds draw, we know that's a booth thing, but for, for vendors as well, you got a crowd, then people are like, what's going on with the crowd? Why are they listening? I got to come. And so, you know, that you can do that better the way that Vive sets it up. Absolutely. So, so John, got to ask you this. Who would be the most talked about company or organization at Vive 2024? 
Well, healthcare IT today for sure. <laughs> Absolutely, of course it is. Of course we are. <laughs> healthcare IT today Besides might that. be the one that talks the most. I don't think we're the most talked. <laughs> that's, that's also true. <laughs> we're, the, we're the most social active. Uh, probably, I, I would put us as the most video, most video at advive. We'll see. Uh, I don't know if anyone wants to take us up on that competition, but uh, no, I, you know, one that stood out for me when I was looking through uh, the vendors was AARP. Mm-hmm. And maybe I'm coming out of CES and what they did there, but they're doing a lot of work in digital health. I mean, they had this huge presence at CES that was, I mean, it was over the top is crazy. Actually, <laughs> they they literally had these um, rapping improv humorist rappers oh. on stage. So I don't know if they're going that big for Vive, you know, the way they did CES, but you know, even beyond that, they had so many people that are part of their innovation program for digital health and ARP has grown beyond just the senior population. It's, you know, it's definitely gone downstream. You know, they, they, I went to an event a number of years ago called life after 50. So you could see they were catering to a younger and younger demographic. And then one of the biggest things that, you know, their population cares about is health. And so I'm interested to see what AARP is going to bring to Vive and, are they going to go all out and bring all these companies and feature them? So that was one that stood out to me that I'm like, oh, this could be interesting to see, you know, what is AARP doing in the health space? Yeah, definitely. I didn't, I would not have expected you to pick for them, but it sounds really interesting based on what they did at CBS. So now I'm going to definitely keep my eyes open for them. Um, yeah, for me, I mean, I think obviously some of the bigger players there, um, you know, I think are going to be talked about. I think, you know, the, the Amazons, the Microsoft, uh, you know, those guys, I think obviously are going to be topics of discussion just because of the nature of Vive being more innovation focused, being more forward thinking focused. I think what Microsoft's doing, obviously, with their Nuance and their DAX product, I think they're really pushing that forward. And, you know, we talked about ambient clinical voice on the last episode, so I don't want to go too deep into it. But I think what they're doing is pretty cool. And I think a lot more people are going to be talking about that. Um, like you said, I think we're going to see some interesting moves from the cybersecurity companies that are there. But for me, the one company that I think is flying under the radar, but I think is going to make some noise, is a company I've been a fan of for a while. It's Elation. Uh, so they make an EHR that's really tuned for people who are doing direct time aid care. But over the last few years, they've really grown their base. They've really improved that product. They've got a lot of new partnerships. And the last few times they've been at Vive, I've just seen more and more people drift over to their booth and talk to them and inquire about their EHR for practices. So um, to me, that's the one company that I think will make some noise at Vive, maybe not on the scale of a nuance, right, or a Microsoft, but definitely one that I think uh, we'll be talking about. Well, it's interesting how many EHR vendors have gone in with Vive and, and are going to be there. So I think that's interesting to watch. And, and you're right, Ambient Clinical Voice, it may be the topic of Vive. So, but we've covered that a lot. So, yeah, I, I think that what's nice is at Vive, a lot of people will be able to go get those demos, see the progression, see five or 10 of them all in one place. So I think that's a, a powerful idea. You know, one other that I'd throw out there is Dr. First. I think they're an interesting company that a lot of people don't realize everything that they do because in some ways they're kind of like the Intel inside all these other EHR vendors. I think they have 300 EHR partners or something like that, right? I mean, hundreds at least, you know, like that they work with. And so they're inside of all of these. And in many cases, 
they're the PDMP of that, right? They're how their people are addressing the opioid crisis. They also have another company called Backline that's doing some really interesting things as far as engaging patients and telehealth options and things like that. So, you know, I think Doctor First is another company that, you know, it makes noise underground for a lot of cases, right? But, you know, they're such an important integral part of, of what's happening on a, a number of initiatives that are going to be talked about. So I'm interested to see what they do. And, and, you know, they could actually augment a lot of different companies, especially with the backline products. So that's a company I'm looking at. And I'll throw one more simpler it is an interesting company. Uh, you know, they, they've acquired a number of companies. They, you know, they they automate some of the minutia that's bothering a lot of organizations where they can't get enough staffing. You know, it, it's not something, you know, the product's not as sexy as say an ambient clinical voice, right? And so that, you know, they don't get talked about, but they are solving real problems for organizations. And so I think the CIOs will like a company like that because it's real problems that they're hearing from their users. And so I could see them, you know, making some noise as well. I think there's one other company that I have to mention, John. It's of course our friends over at ClearSense. Uh, I think we're going to be talking about them because they are sponsoring the big headliner of the event, right? Billy Idol. Um, So yeah, I think, I think a lot of people will be talking about ClearSense especially during that party and that event uh, for bringing uh, an eighties icon to are you gonna pull a Jason Kelsey at Billy Idol and take off your shirt and jump down from your suite at the the ClearSense suite? And <laughs> first, first of all, I haven't been invited to the ClearSense suite. Oh, okay. but... we can work on that. <laughs> but but I probably don't want to scare the audience either by taking off the shirt. So I mean, LA is warm, but it's not that warm. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's fair. <laughs> it should be but a no. fun event though. No, but I, definitely, I think a lot of people are going to be talking about ClearSense, not only because of their uh, of their sponsorship of that event, but also just because of some of the interesting things that you're doing over there, and uh, you should definitely check them out. Uh, so that's a shout out to you, Larry, if you're listening and watching. Data will be a topic. There's no doubt there. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Hey, if you're just tuning in, you're listening to Healthcare IT Today with John Lin and Colin Hung. Today, we're discussing the upcoming Vive 2024 conference and getting some ideas from both of us as to what we're expecting and some of the companies that we're excited to see. And hey, uh, on that topic, if you want your company, product, or executive to be heard at Vive or Kim, Healthcare IT Today can definitely help. We can help cut through the noise at these both of these events to make sure your stories are seen and heard by the most important people in health IT. Reach out to us via our Contact Us page at healthcareittoday.com to find out more about how we can help you stand out at both these conferences. Don't delay, it's just around the corner. Colin, I don't think people realize, like even last Tim's in Vive, we did something like 300,000 video views off of the videos we did. So, you know, it's extraordinary how many people are consuming content from these events, it's awesome. It's absolutely right. And and it's not always about uh, products, right? I mean, a lot of times the interviews that we did we're just talking to executives about some of the things that were happening in the space and they were offering their opinions, right? So, uh, you know, I think that's why we get so many views is because it's not all about, oh, like show us your product, right? Or talk about your product. It is just you know, talking about the industry in general. And yeah, uh, thankfully people have shown that they're very interested in hearing that content. <laughs> all right, so John, let me ask you this question. Um, what are your thoughts about Vive 2024 itself 
where does it fit in in the pantheon of all the other healthcare conferences that happen during the year? You know, it's kind of crazy how many health IT conferences there are. Like I, I, you know, obviously I live in Vegas most of the time, and uh, and I was there last week, and um, it, you know, someone was like, "I'm here for a conference." I was like, "Oh, which one?" And then they told me, and then someone else came. I'm here for another conference. Never heard of either of them, right? Like, it's amazing how many there are. But I, I think Vibe's done an incredible job. Uh, you know, it's smart of them to partner with Chime. And and I think where I see it fitting is I see Vive is basically going to be the CIO conference that in the fall forum that Chime does is where the CIOs are largely going to go to connect with peers, to be able to talk with them. Now, everyone else that's you know not the CIO, so they're not necessarily invited to Chime's fall forum and things like that. They're going to go to other conferences like HIMSS and user conferences and things like that. So I think that's where I see kind of playing out with between Vive and and hymns and other events. But here's an interesting question that someone posed to me. They said, "Is Vive going to be more like Chime Fall Forum, or is Vive going to evolve into more like Health HLTH? Right, where there are you know, which we saw the evolution of Health this year. At least I saw." that it was going to more life sciences and more payers and, and other com- you know, organizations like that, which are part of healthcare, right? They're the health IT as well. And, you know, will that leak into Vive or will Vive stay more provider focused and Chime focused? It'll be interesting to see how that kind of plays out. Yeah, it it is so interesting. It's such an interesting time in healthcare conference land right now, right? We've got three mega conferences. I think you can call them those, right? You got health, you got hymns, you got Vive. I get asked this question all the time. Like, you know, is Vive taking over hymns? Is hymns still going to be the thing? And my answer has always been, I I don't think you can look at them that way. I don't don't see them as one taking over the other or one replacing the other. I think each of them have their own place and they're each unique. And and like you said, I, I do think Vive could be, become the conference for people in the CIO role at a healthcare provider. It seems to have remained focused on that audience. The innovations that are brought up, the companies that are there, they're all related to, you know, hospital-based or physician practice-based technology, right? Uh, Whereas health has branched off and done more now in sort of these life sciences space. So I certainly hope that VI continues down that path. But, But I also see, you know, it's fulfilling a need and, and uh, an opening for that startup health community. Like there, there are, there's no doubt there's a lot of startup events that happen, but they've kind of done it well where you're mixing that startup community with the established CIO community. And we know that startups really want to get to talk to the CIOs, even though we know, we all know that they're not actually the buyer. But that's still a great thing to have the opportunity to hobnob with those folks, to hear from those folks. And I think they've done a good job at that. And I, and I don't see a lot of other conferences on the docket that have done that for them, right? They're sometimes always just focused on the VC world, like we've got JPM doing that, right? Now. And it's just about in, investing and investment dollars. Whereas at Vive, it's really more about showcasing the solution and a little bit less about the pitch itself, right? So I see that as a really nice hallmark. That's where I see sort of vibe fitting is sort of this blend of startup and established CIO. That's interesting. I mean, we do see some of the digital health startups as well at CES, even South by Southwest has, you know, interesting, you know, area of digital health startups. 
But you're right. You know, I heard one CIO at a you know pretty large health system say, I love going to Vive for their hosted buyer meetings. He said, because I can meet 15 people in a couple hours. He's like, and you know, they're short meetings. And he's like, because what I'm searching for is not my existing relationship. Sure, I might meet with some of them at an event like that too, but I can meet with them anytime I want, right? Or they're like, if I have a big RFP coming up, I'm going to get submissions from the vendors, the big vendors anyways. He said, but I need to find that one or two startup companies that could really change the trajectory of what I'm doing that I don't even know I need to create an RFP for <laughs> because I didn't know that that was possible. Or I didn't know that existed or that that could be done. And so I think that's interesting, you know, back to your startup angle, right? CIOs are looking for those couple ones that they could partner with often to really solve something that they didn't even know was a problem or they didn't know was possible. So I think that that's really interesting to see. The other thing that's worth commenting as far as the expansion to payers and life sciences is, you know, we're seeing a really interesting expansion. Obviously, we have the payvider. Most large health systems have some sort of payer. So that kind of makes sense to bring them in. You know, life sciences, they're doing more with healthcare. They need the data. There's some opportunities there. So maybe it makes sense. But, you know, it also goes back to like, what you know what kind of cio are you are you a forward thinking one or are you an operational cio that changes whether you care if life sciences and pharma are there or not no i i think all of this is valid and i think you know let's be honest it, they're still finding their way right vibe is still relatively new you know a new entrant in this space which again going back to your earlier point it is amazing what they've been able to do in such a short time and and the production value i think the one thing i i really like about what what Vive has done is just shown to healthcare that it's possible to put on a highly polished event and it's okay, but it's okay to be very highly produced and, and have, you know, that, that entryway they have into the exhibit hall where all the lights are going on and all that kind of stuff. Uh, you know, it adds a little element. Am I saying is it absolutely necessary? No, but it's just one of those it's nice. It's gone touches. too far. Like, that's what I wonder, like, because you're right. It, you know, obviously I don't think it's deterred them. They seem to be growing. So I don't yeah. know. I think it can be. I think if if, if left unchecked, uh, you know, it could be like, you know, do we need like a, a glowing neon entry into everything? The answer is no. Right. Um, but I think I think they've they've so far sort of threaded the line. Right. It's like it's just enough production value to go. Oh, it's a little bit different. It's a little edgy, a little creative. Cool. I like it. But they haven't gone over the top where it's just like, OK, why are you wasting money on this? Like this is pointless. I don't think they've crossed that line, and, and I and I hope they never do. And I think they can run it right up to it. So, well, uh, and to the point, yeah. I think they've proven that it's okay to have fun, right? Like, yeah, and I think <laughs> it doesn't have to be my, <laughs> Exactly, and I think that's my that's my hope that you know other other conferences and other events now can go. Oh well, you know, I can be a little bit edgier, a bit more creative, and because I, I think we need that in healthcare. I think that you know a little bit of fun, a little bit of injection of that will be a good thing. But John, we, we can't talk about Vive 2024. We can't talk about healthcare conferences without getting some tips. So what are your tips, John, for having a successful Vive 2024? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's funny because we take so much of it for granted. I think we've both seen it because we've taken our sons to conferences. <laughs> and we really, oh, yeah, I forgot that that's cool for you or that's new for you. Or, oh, you don't know to wear good shoes. <laughs> So I don't know. I'm always a little torn on on tips, right? Because you know we take so much for granted. But I think that is, you know, like 
hey, yeah, there is a lot of walking, get a drink, a lot of water, right? You know, it is nice at Vibe that they provide all the food. Uh, you know, we'll see how the lines are. It helped. There was mixed reactions for sure from some people that lines were a little long for some of the food areas. So, you know, we'll see how they, what they've done to address that and what they have available. They usually have a diversity of food too, which I, I love, right? Because it is important. People forget how important it is to eat, to drink, to make sure you're fueled, to be able to make the most of it. Because you don't want to go into a meeting with someone not well fed, not hydrated. You know, like if you ever do that, you know the meeting's not going to go well, and it's not going to be. Don't be. You don't want to be hangry. You don't want to be hangry. <laughs> yeah, no hangry people. Uh, yeah. Hangry people at booths doesn't work. Hangry people at me. <laughs> You're just thinking about eating. So uh, you know, and luckily there's you know there's options around as well with LA Live pretty close. So anyway, that that would be the first uh, suggestion. The next is you know everyone talks about planning ahead of time. You know, I would say we used to say follow the hashtag on Twitter, which is still there, right? It's still, you know, there's a, there's a nice community there. Uh, but yeah, I think we're seeing more and more in LinkedIn. So I think we're going to see an explosion of LinkedIn content from Vive. It's great, you know, like maybe you you discover new companies that you need see the second day. So I'd say check out, you know, LinkedIn and what people are sharing on, on LinkedIn as far as Vive. Yeah, no, I, I, I think so. I, I think I agree with you. Definitely take the time to plan your vibe experience. Set up those meetings, especially if you don't have a booth. Take the time to see, you know, to make sure hey, the other partners of yours that are in the exhibit hall, maybe make sure you set up a meeting with them and then reach out to your clients who might be there, right? And and arrange, hey, let's go have coffee. Let's, because that is what's going to make your vibe have the ROI that you want to have as a marketer or as a salesperson. You can't just sort of leave it to chance. Um, and, and that's true of all of the large conferences, right? You can't just leave it to a chance meeting. You've got to prepare. And then the other thing I would say is a little bit selfishly, but take advantage of the fact that there are media people there, right? Like, don't just send that generic press release around. Like, reach out and say to, to the people you know personally. Go, hey, like, you're going to be there. It's great. I'm going to stop by. Can I stop by too? And we just chat or, you know, hey, I got some new news that you I thought you might be interested in. Use that personal touch. Don't just leave it to a generic form email. Like use and leverage your relationship to get these kinds of meetings with with the media and with other folks as well. And then lastly, your point, John, yeah, just like it is LA uh, and it is a very big conference hall. So so come prepared, right? Like like the food, the shoes, the the you know, making sure you know where your hotel is ahead of time, right? Know how far that is because there is LA traffic to contend with if you're staying far away from the venue. So just some, some of those practical things. And uh, yeah, just pace yourself. I mean, it's, it's a long three days right, to be at Vine. So uh, don't go all out on day one and then be post for the next two days. Yeah, and maybe that's the other suggestion. Have some fun, right? Like it's amazing how much you bond with different people having fun that can later benefit you because that, you know, it goes back to relationships and people. If you have fun with some people, then you create a different relationship with that person that you can then leverage later. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, we're at the end of another episode, John, if you can believe it. Thanks to all of you who tuned in to this episode of Healthcare IT Today. You can find out more details about our show by checking out the programs page at healthcarenowradio.com. And please share your voice and engage with the community at healthcareittoday.com and on social media using the hashtag HITFN. I'm Colin Hung, along with my friend and health IT collaborator, John Lynn. Thanks for listening and have a great week.